Hello everybody and welcome back to another video. Now in today's episode, we're going to be revisiting this copy of Windows Server 2003 Enterprise Edition. Now, I've done a couple videos on this so far. This was this copy of Server 2003 that was recently sent out to me by a viewer who goes by Zilch, and I want to thank you once again for your very generous donation. The last video that you guys saw on this uh, was the unboxing. It was the last time this was featured on the channel because this was a sealed, new old stock, never had been opened before copy of Server 2003. So in that video, we opened this thing up for the very first time, which is always super cool to do with old software like this that has just that had never been opened before and I did a community poll and I asked you guys if you wanted me to do a follow-up to that where we try to install this where we do an installation video which is a you know kind of a staple for an MJD video we do a lot of OS installations on this channel so I asked you guys and the reason I did that is because I figured well you know we had already taken a look at Windows Small Business Server 2003, which granted is not the same thing, but it is Server 2003 related. And uh, yeah, so I was kind of like, is this worth featuring again? Well, you guys said absolutely. I think that poll got 80 to 90% of just, yes, people wanted me to do this. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. But this is not gonna be a traditional installation video. We're not gonna be installing this on the 98 PC or the Dell Latitude D610 or some other computer that I happen to have. We're going to be adding a bit of MJD-ness to this video. That should be like a new saying around here. Um, we're going to be trying to install this on my Asus Tor NAS. Yeah, that was recently sent to me by Asus Tor. Huge thanks to you guys once again. Yeah, so if you guys didn't see that video, it'll be up in the cards right now, right here if you want to go check it out. I was sent this uh, this Asus Tor NAS from Asus Tor, obviously, and it's a pretty awesome device. And because it runs a Linux-based operating system, there's so much that you can do with it. And one of the things you can do with it is install VirtualBox. In fact, they officially support it and they've got it in their App Central, uh, kind of like App Store interface where you can go and just download it right from there. And uh, that got me thinking, I was like, why don't we install this in VirtualBox on the NAS just because? Because this is again, one of those things that there's really no point in doing. There's no point in installing this old version of Windows Server on the NAS, like there's no real practical use for it. Maybe, you know, if you're, if you want to have like a server for vintage computers, but I can use that NAS on vintage computers. I can access it from Windows 98. Now, obviously there are legitimate uses for using a virtual machine on a NAS, but we're going to be doing this just because, which is a, again, a very MJD thing to do. So we're going to be doing it. Uh, first though, let's go ahead and open this thing up again. I mean, we already took a look at this uh, in the unboxing video, but we got to pull out the CD right here. And that's really all that we need, to be honest with you. I mean, we've got the manual here that we could read through, but this is the main thing that we need right here. I have a prediction that this is going to be a bit of a longer video which also is, you know, that can happen on this channel from time to time when we get into these tech experiments because I was looking at the stuff we're gonna have to do and, uh, well, there's a couple ways we can do this and let's just, uh, let's just kind of outline our options here. So, the NAS actually has an HDMI out port on the back that we could just plug a monitor into, we could plug a keyboard and mouse into and just use it as a Linux box essentially, right? And we could install VirtualBox, launch it from there and just use it like any old computer that we've got VirtualBox installed on, just like my host computer. But to add a bit of a challenge, not that much of a challenge, I don't think, but we're going to, because this is a NAS, right? We're going to try to access it and set this all up from my main computer by using Asus Tor's 
web portal. So we're going to go into that, we're going to install VirtualBox, and we're going to use a component called PHP VirtualBox, which I believe is a third party uh, kind of extension for VirtualBox that allows you to access the VirtualBox manager from your web browser. And it's ideal for remote servers like this. Uh, so we're going to be, you know, using that to create the VM again from my Windows 10 computer. And then we're going to be creating an ISO file of the installation CD right here. And we're going to copy that over to the NAS and we're going to install it. And we're going to see if we run into any roadblocks, which you know, this is an MJD video. That's certainly a possibility. It seems like stuff always goes wrong. So we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, let's just get started with it. Okay, so here we are on my Windows 10 computer. Now, to ensure for the most interesting outcome, I have not tried any of this before. I've looked into it very briefly. I've looked into the VirtualBox app on App Central, and I looked up PHP VirtualBox and did a bit of research, but I've not tried any of this. So uh, this is going to be this is going to be pretty interesting. So. First thing we're going to do is just do a search for VirtualBox, and this is, by the way, the uh, web interface that you can access from your web browser. Uh, I just have it set up so it might kind of look like, you know, that I'm capturing like a screen output of a, of a computer or something. We are in a web browser right now. And this is the App Central. So if we do a search for VirtualBox, if I can spell that right, we've got VirtualBox and VirtualBox Extension Pack. Now, this is something that I don't know if we're going to need or not. It says support USB 2.0 device such as USB dongle and mouse. Remote control for VM. Okay, maybe we are going to need this. Because I definitely want to be able to remote control it. So, we're just going to install the standard VirtualBox here. And you can see what I'm talking about, PHP VirtualBox. It lists the default username and password is admin and admin. So, that leads me to believe that this includes... PHP VirtualBox and this is the interface right here it looks pretty similar almost identical if not exactly identical to the VirtualBox uh, desktop application so we're going to install it here and it'll say that you need so we already have xorg installed default port is 3389 let's enable port forwarding so we can access this uh, well this would be useful if I wanted to access it from outside of my local network which I probably won't need to do unless I end up, you know, deploying this NAS, because uh, I mean, you can do all sorts of stuff with this. I already have plans to, I mean, I want to try out a Plex server on this. So it's installed. So we should be able to launch it right from here. So we can click on this. And okay, so Firefox is warning me that it prevented this from opening up a pop up window, we're going to allow. And okay, so now I think we got to do it again. There we go. And here it is, PHP VirtualBox. So it's admin and admin. And here we go. So yeah, like I said, it looks very, very similar to the regular VirtualBox interface. Um, so you've got this right here. This is letting you know, uh, I mean, this is not a virtual machine. This is just, you know, your your host computer information, essentially. So it, it tells you the OS type, the VirtualBox version, base memory. Uh, we've got four gigs of RAM in this uh, NAS. And it's got an Intel Celeron J4125 CPU at 2.0 gigahertz. It's a quad core. I touched on all these specs in the original video. Uh, but anyway, we're going to click on new here. And we're going to call this Windows Server 2003. Type is going to be Microsoft Windows. Version is going to be uh, Windows. Is there an option? Windows 2003 32-bit. So they don't, they just have it. Like the version number is, it's, I mean, it's not Windows 2003, it's Windows Server, they just have it listed in here like that. Uh, let's go to expert mode, by the way, 
and set this back here. Memory size, definitely want to increase this. We're gonna do 1024. And again, we've got four gigs of RAM, so that'll leave three gigs uh, for the system to utilize for other processes, which is great. And we are gonna create a virtual hard disk, so we'll create. And we'll go VDI, uh, dynamically allocated. And uh, let's do 30 gigs. Actually, you know what, let's do 50. We have plenty of space. I mean, I've got, uh, what, 32 terabytes or 30, no, 36 terabytes uh, worth of storage with the way this is configured right now. So yeah, we got plenty of space. So there we go, 50 gig hard drive. We've got our new VM created. Now when we power this on, this is what I'm curious, like can we access this from, okay, so it's running right now. And can we access this preview? We can show the log. I don't think we can see, I mean, this is the preview right here. Like we can see what it's doing. Well, we can open it in a new window, but we can't, uh, you know, we can't interact with it, right? It's just a preview. So we can see what the VM's doing. Now there is this console button up here, which I saw in uh, someone else's video that they were able to, you know, they launched a Linux VM and they were able to access the console by clicking here. Now there is under machine uh, or it's under file, it's under settings, remote display. So this is where it says, it says VirtualBox error, VirtualBox remote desktop extension is not available. So this is that extension we have to get. So let's go ahead and stop the VM. So we'll power it off. And there we go. We'll go back to the Asus Tor interface here. Go back to App Central. And we're gonna do a search for VirtualBox. Let's grab the extension pack here. Okay, so we'll install. And there it is, it's installed. So it's not going to add a new app here on our home screen. Uh, but we can click here and oh, well, that's not supposed to happen. I guess, I mean, obviously the, the, the extension pack broke it. Unknown PHP error occurred. This is most likely a syntax error in config.php in PHP VirtualBox's folder. The most common errors are an unclosed quote or a missing semicolon in a configuration item that has been entered. Depending on your PHP configuration, navigating directly to config.php in your web browser may display the PHP error message if find if find that this is not the case or have no idea what this error message means, please raise the issue at, and this is the, the, the GitHub page. So config.php brings up the same error message. We're just going to move on to, let me go back to, I think we can go to services here. I feel like we can manage it via SSH, but I believe, I believe there is, if we go and close out of this in App Central, I think there is a, yeah, there's XVNC server. X11 VNC allows one to view remotely and interact with real X displays. Uh, okay, so we'll install this. We have xorg installed, obviously. I think we're gonna have to SSH into this thing. Oh, terminal, it's under enable SSH service. I guess we can just uh, run this here. So apparently it says this is the all-in-one command, vnc underscore mngt. Okay. Okay, so did that start it or what? This is not the best documentation here. I mean, seriously, there are other SSH, or not SSH, but uh, VNC tools that we can use, but uh, I'm just trying to use the one that they've included here. Oh, 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 VNC, okay, I, I see what it is. We gotta do this and then start. Permission denied, okay, sudo VNC 
X11 VNC is already started, 5900. <laughs> it's not working. 10.50.227113. I had the freaking IP address wrong the whole time. Are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. We are VNC. I, gosh, I cannot believe it was that. That's what it was. All right, well, good news, everybody. I got it working. So what I had to do was install Asus Tor Portal. It's essentially the interface that you can access when you plug a monitor into the back of the NAS because it, again, has an HDMI port. So you can plug a monitor or a TV into the back of it. And what you can also do is when you have Asus Tor Portal installed, you can VNC into it and get to the same interface. So this is it right here. And you see we've got Firefox, Chrome, and Chromium. Now, I've only installed Firefox. Uh, and that I did from the App Central, obviously, but I, I guess it includes Chrome and Chromium. Uh, but yeah, so here's here's Firefox. So, you know, I could, uh, and apparently it says, it looks like you haven't started Firefox in a while. How about never? Because I've never, <laughs> I've never started Firefox on here. But uh, yeah, so, you know, I could go to YouTube, I could do whatever. But we're going to close out of this here because what we're interested in is VirtualBox, which shows up here. So I can launch a VirtualBox, and now we're accessing it directly from the NAS. You know, like we're not going through that web interface again. So we should be able to launch the VMs right from here. And it looks like, you know, because I uninstalled it, right? And it looks like it removed my virtual machine that I had here. Also, look at how big the cursor is too. Check that out. Isn't that great? Uh, so we're just going to create a new VM and we're going to call this uh, Windows Server 2003. We'll store it in root VirtualBox VMs and we're going to select Windows 2003 32-bit. Next. Folder already exists. Okay, so never mind. It did not. Uh, it did not delete it. So we may be able to just go add here. There it is. Oh, isn't that great? Okay, so it is still in here. It did not delete it. Perfect. Okay, so obviously to install server 2003, we need to uh, have an ISO image copied over to the NAS, right? Now I could plug a USB CD drive into the NAS because actually if we go back to the web portal here, you can go to external devices and go to uh, optical drives. And yeah, it can actually utilize because again, you know, this is a Linux based system. So it can really do anything a Linux system can do. So you could plug a CD drive into this. I just don't have a USB CD drive. But if I did, we could just use the CD directly. But what we're going to do instead is I've got the NAS uh, pulled up. I've got it on File Explorer here. Let me just bring that over. And I've got the image uh, copied to my clipboard. We're going to paste it over into the home folder on the NAS. And there we go. So now we can go back to tight VNC here, go to settings, and we're going to go to storage, select this, select uh, this right here, choose slash create file add, and we got to go to the root directory, go to home admin. And there it is right there. Open that up and choose. And I think that's everything we have to do. Let me just double check uh, video memory. We'll leave that at 16 megabytes for now. Uh, here's remote display if you wanted to enable that uh, directly from VirtualBox. Uh, one gig of RAM. I mean, obviously kept all of our settings. So I think that we're ready, guys. Let's start her up and see what happens. And will it start up? 
I think it's frozen. Oh, can we, let's just do a screen refresh here. Eh, that's not, uh, not looking good. Yeah, so the VNC session is frozen here. The computer, or not the computer, the NAS has come up with the virtual machine export wizard for some reason, though it does show uh, the virtual machine is running. But we're gonna close out of it and try to just launch this again. Okay, here we go. This is what it, what, what it was doing. Virtual machines to export. Please select the virtual machine that should be added to the appliance. You can select more than one. Please don't these machines have to be turned off. I don't want to do that, though. There we go. There we go. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so right control is the host key. Oh, my gosh. That is beautiful. So it doesn't seem like we can resize the window at all. It's just like a floating window here. Um and there's no title bar. It's not invisible or anything, so I can't like move it around. Oh, show status bar? Oh no, that's gonna hide the status bar. Oh, now I think I'm screwed. <laughs> we could probably go to, oh, it's it's captured, isn't it? Can we right click? Okay, I think I just have hidden the status bar. Oh, we can probably do up here, file, machine, view, where's it at? View, status bar show status bar view menu bar show menu bar oh it hides the menu bar okay well we can resize the window here but why now how can i show the menu bar again okay well we can probably i wonder if we turn this off we start it again so it's interesting when you start it up it seems like the vnc connection freezes because if we close out of it and we go back in here and launch it again i mean there should be a view option or some way to get the menu bar to show i mean okay whatever i guess the menu bar is hidden like i mean i cannot because it like normally there would be the title bar up here that you can right click on right to like show the menu bar we don't even have that so right clicking does nothing Unless this is, that's that there. I just took it full screen apparently. I did not mean to do that. But you know what, whatever, it's fine. We're gonna click on continue or press enter. F8, I agree, install. Fit, wait, 50 meg, what? 50 megabytes? Oh, I didn't type G, oh, I guarantee you, I guarantee you. If you look back in the footage, I probably didn't type GB because VirtualBox is that way. I can't get to the power options now. This stupid wind, oh my God. I can't get to the power options. Okay, there we go. We have to just resize the window. We can go here, close, power off. Okay, I don't know how, no, I, I know exactly how I screw that up. I guarantee you, if you look back at the footage, VirtualBox will, I, I think, set it to megabytes if you don't type GB to specify gigabytes. So yeah, we have to, okay, we're gonna have to delete the hard drive. There we go, we got it. So we can just make this larger here. This is gonna be hilarious, like not having, I'm trying to remember what the keyboard shortcut is. I feel like, I feel like you could press something. Uh, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's not the end of the world. So we're just gonna make this full screen here for now so you can see the VM in all of its glory. You know what, we're gonna leave it that way. Enter, I agree, 
There we go, 50 gigs, install, NTFS quick, go. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Setup is copying files and it's doing so pretty quickly. And we'll just press enter to speed this up. There we go, everybody. Windows Server 2003, the boot screen at least, in all of its glory. And if you've installed Windows XP before, yeah, this setup's going to look pretty familiar to you uh, because it is designed around the XP setup here. It's just, you know, it's got this gray background and it talks about Server 2003 instead of uh, Windows XP. Now, you can see here, see the, the dot on the screen is the cursor from x11 here right so like when i press control you can see when i move the cursor around it moves the dot around right so that's what i'm moving around but yet the uh yeah the the vm's mouse is pretty out of whack there are 25 windows client access licenses for devices and or users so we're going to we're just going to go by per device or per user each device or user must have its own client access license. To avoid violation of license agreement, use licensing, which is located in administrative tools to record the number of client access licenses purchased. Okay, so we'll click on next and we'll call this server 2K3. And we're not gonna bother with an admin password, very unsecure, but you know, I'm not actually planning on using this. Uh, though we are gonna mess around with, you know, some of the settings in here. Uh, you know what, we'll just leave it on Pacific time, that's fine. And this is something that I always feel like I, I need to say in these videos because I sometimes get comments from people that are like, why didn't you try this or this or that? Or you could have done this this way and it would be easier and better. And it's like, yeah, I know there's, this is not the most ideal way to install Server 2003. And if you're talking about setting up a server like to use today, Server 2003 is not going to be the best server operating system to use. There are far better, more modern solutions. You know, if you want to go Windows, you can go with the latest Windows server, you know, or you could go on the Linux side of things. you got all sorts of options, right? So, yeah, this is just for the fun of it. I mean, I know that a lot of people that watch these videos enjoy seeing the problems that we seem to get into. It's like a running joke on this channel now. It's like, oh, gee, what's going to go wrong in this MJD video? And I really didn't think anything was going to go wrong today. And you see, we already ran into a couple of problems. And I leave all that stuff in here because, you know, I think it when we get to that point where we get everything working in the end, if we get to that point, which hopefully we will, and it seems like we're going to, it just uh, makes everything seem a lot more exciting, you know, because uh, we've gone through, you know, a couple problems already. So this video is absolutely going to be on the longer side here. But uh, yeah, that's my little uh, in-video ramble here. We got six minutes left. Uh, this installation process has gone by pretty quickly, which is great. And uh, yeah, five minutes. We're on the last step, finalizing installation. We're just going to restart here. Now, I, I think Server 2003 has an out-of-box experience. Um, we will see. We will verify that shortly here once it restarts. Never mind, there was no out-of-box experience. It's, it's interesting because I remember seeing a video on YouTube and somebody claimed it was Server 2003's out-of-box experience. And it was a pretty cool video too. Um, it showed like a couple robots like assembling the Windows logo. I guess that was maybe in a beta. Maybe it could have been a fan-made thing. I don't think it was. I think it was something from Microsoft that they either made themselves or commissioned. But I, I guess it was in a different... Maybe it was in R2. Maybe it was in a beta release, like I said. But here we are. 
uh, at the logon screen here. So we're going to press Control Alt and Delete. Actually, I think we have to press Control Alt Insert. Uh, maybe not. We can probably just insert it from. Oh, if we had the menu bar, we could. Let's just actually we can probably zo like take this out of the way here. Oh no. Oh, can we right click here? Please have an option to. What does export to OCI do? Oh, that's this export wizard. Show in file manager. Gosh, this not having this freaking menu bar is annoying. Oh my gosh. And like, I can't even move, like I can't even get up to here now. I mean, like I need to get up here. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. I don't want to be the first guy to end off a video because I can't figure out how to press control delete. But I mean, when I press control delete, it, it comes up on my host computer. So you guys can't, you know, OBS goes black here when I, when that comes up. But tight VNC here has uh, let me just move the window down a little bit here so you can see this. Send control delete, but it's sending it to the NAS, not to the VM. Even when we're in, okay, like we're in the VM here. Okay, maybe that did it. No, that just, it just brings the mouse out of the VM. Okay, so good news, I'm not going crazy. What's going on is like even, I, I plugged a keyboard into the NAS and like physically went over there and press control alt delete having the mouse captured in the vm having the mouse and keyboard captured and i press control alt delete and it just took the mouse out of the vm i can do this here this is exactly what it's doing on the physical keyboard that's plugged into the nas i don't have a menu bar that's what we need to do is get the freaking menu bar, but I can't get the menu bar. It's, oh my God. I think I'm like actually screwed because now I can't even, oh wait, I can, okay, there we go. I can still resize this. I wish I could move it down. I mean, it's like I can move the window. Oh wait, I mean, there has to be. Like, is there really not anything in the right click context menu on the VM to insert control alt delete like is that not a thing i mean this is ridiculous user interface okay hang on a second show at top of screen view okay i unchecked menu bar and checked menu bar again is that gonna no, that doesn't that doesn't do anything it's like it just does not want me to press control alt delete like i could there's a thing i think there's a there's a machine menu up here behind the freaking vm if i can get to it settings like you've got this user interface thing and i checked i checked menu bar under view here oh no this is the file menu that's what we're doing we're modifying the file menu yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just modifying the file menu. Oh. Oh, there we go. Oh my gosh. Okay, we got it back. Machine. Input. Keyboard. Insert. Host. Delete. Oh my gosh. It was host and delete. That's all I had to do? Okay. Just, man, this is like... <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The issues we run into in this channel are very unique to say the least. Okay, here we go. We've got it installed, we can manage the server. Okay, so let's uh, let's add a role here. And, 
Okay, I do remember this from the small business server video. Please with all the wizard detects your network settings. Detecting, okay. Uh, let's make a file server. Yeah, let's do that. Let's make a, let's make a file server. Uh, set up default disk quotas for new users. I'm not going to bother with that. That's fine. Indexing service catalogs the contents of the files in shared folders so that users can search them. We'll just leave it turned off for now. And install file server management. Run the share folder wizard to add new shared folders. Okay. Welcome to the share folder wizard. Okay, so we're going to... On the C drive, we're just going to make a new folder on the root of the C drive. 30 days left for activation. Thank you. We're just going to call this uh, network share. What we're doing right now is making a file server within a file server because the NAS itself, I mean, like if I go back, you know, it's already a file server. Like I can copy stuff over to it and do whatever I want. So we're making another file server within the file server. <laughs> like file server reception, I guess, but I do not want to share the Windows folder. You know what? We're going to share the Windows folder. Let's do that. That's the that's the folder we're going to share. Share name, Windows folder from 2K3. Description, this is actually the Windows folder from the server. All users, uh, administrators have full access. Other users have read and write access. That is exactly what we want. When I click close, run the wizard again, we're not going to do that. That's fine. Close. This server is now a file server. You have successfully set up this server as a file server. To add or remove another role, run the configure your server wizard again. Uh, okay, so finish. So now, uh, if we go to my computer here, does it show up as a... Well, I think if we go into this here, yeah, the Windows folder shows up as a share, right? So there it is. So we're going to set this to bridged and ETH0 is what we want. Okay. And it should, in theory, uh, oh, really? We're going to do this? I've had this problem before with VirtualBox. It just sometimes does not want to cooperate here. Though it looked like it was trying to. Oh, th there we go. There we go. Perfect. Okay, so now since it's on the same network as the NAS and my computer, I should be able to go to File Explorer here. <laughs> okay, so it's 10.50.227.139. Windows cannot access 10.50.227.139. Did I type that right? Yeah, you know what? This has to do with SMB1, I guarantee you. Uh, because, and that is again the protocol that Windows 10, which SMB1 is insecure and it is disabled on Windows 10 by default. If I open up command prompt on my host computer here and ping 10.50.227.139, check that out, we get a reply. Okay, and I can ping, I can probably go in here, ping Michael PC, which is the name of my computer on the network, and we get a reply. So this is absolutely on the network. In fact, what we could probably do, you know what we could probably do? Uh, 10.52.27.133. There we go. So what we're doing now is logging in. Yep, we are accessing the ASUS Tor NAS 
that is being used to run the virtual machine right now. So like we go to home here, here's the ISO file we used. And like right here, this is my SSD in the Windows 98 PC project folder. I copied it over to the NAS just to put something on here. So like here's the bridge board that we used to plug the SATA SSD into the IDE cable and the Molex power cable here. Uh, and bitrate here is just a screenshot. And yeah, there you go. I still would like to access, I don't want to enable SMB1 on Windows 10. I know that it would work because we can access it just fine, right? Well, you know what? I've got an idea. So right here, I've got Windows XP uh, in VMware Player. This is on my, my host computer. And this right here is the theme. Where's the cursor at? What the heck? Why is the cursor not? Oh my god, the cursor's invisible. What the heck? Okay. Well, that's fun. But yeah, anyway, so th this right here is the uh, the pretty awesome Game Boy Advance SP theme. I did a video on this recently. So we can go here and type in slash slash 10.50.227.139. There we go. So username is admin. There's no password. At least there shouldn't be. Oh, you know what? We might have to set a password. I don't even know if... Yeah, I think it I think it requires a password. Oh, you know what? I'm typing it. It's not admin, it's administrator. Hang on, where is it here? It's not accessible. You might not have permission to use this network resource. Okay, so net user administrator. Okay, there we go. So I just set the password as password. Super secure. There we go. So you just have to have a password set on your user account. And here's the Windows folder. So we can go in here and delete stuff and, you know, add like, I'm going to add folders here like hello world. We can go back over here. Go to my computer. C Windows. There it is right there. We can go here and make a new folder inside. Call this hello. You can go back over here, go into the folder. And there you go, guys. We have just set up a file server within a file server. Again, for no good reason other than just the fun of uh, the fun of doing it. But yeah, guys, there you have it. Probably uh, the most bizarre Windows Server 2003 installation video that you've seen in a while, if you've seen one in a while at all. But yeah, guys, this has been an absolute success in my book. We got Windows Server 2003 installed on a file server or on a NAS that was being used as a file server. So we created a file serverception here. This was a pretty fun one to make though. I got a lot of footage to go through here, but uh, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. Be sure to get subscribed down below and turn on those channel notifications if you haven't already to get notified whenever I upload a new video, which I do multiple times every single week on this channel. And as always, I wanna thank you all so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video.